views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Emotional and spiritual intelligence for a happy, fulfilling life with visionary leader David Carshare. This hit show is a guide to the human journey, individually and collectively. David believes that humanity is evolving to become a conscious expression of the creative power within us. And each show reveals how to activate this creative expression to the fullest. Stay tuned because this is all happening right now. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. We have a fabulous show for all of you out there today. I am so thrilled and blessed uh, to have my co-host joining me here today, David Karsher. He's joining me here in an amazing series we're doing that ties perfectly into exactly what he is bringing into the world. So here's what I want to say. You know, what your world, the people in it need most from us is for us to be a sun and that sun like the sun that brightens up the sky. So this hit show is empowering to everyone tuning in so we can experience the notion of letting the spiritual radiance within us come all the way through and letting that spiritual radiance merge with others, David and other visionaries ignite the pulse of spirit and help us radiate our warmth, our ability to offer care for the well-being of all, and today our ability to offer blessing, nothing imposed, nothing affected, just the abiding spirit. I like to say abiding, but abiding's good too. Abiding spirit of love, constant in our hearts every, every day. David, for many of you, if you don't know who he is, you know, he has created an amazing platform of invitation, an opening, so to speak, as an author, a speaker, a poet, a workshop leader, and a foremost thought leader, and out in the world to bring a new sense of spirituality worldwide. He has led programs on spiritual awakening, personal transformation with people all over the globe. Today, you're going to hear about what this means. Also, this incredible book that we're talking about, that we're talking from, is Becoming a Son, Emotional and Spiritual Intelligence for a Happy, Fulfilling Life. David, it's great to have you here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Pat. I am just so excited to be here with you and and with your audience. Well, I, I want to ask you this question. Um, let's talk about Becoming a Sun series, and let's give folks, if we could, a sneak peek on what that means and how this is also an expansion of the fabulous book that you've written. Yeah, I'd love to do that, Pat. So, uh, I, I believe it is our destiny as a human being to become a son, and it sounds simple, maybe a little poetic, maybe a little spiritual, but I believe it's also the truth. 
I believe that the truth is that there's the power of the universe that's inside us, very little, literally. It's there in our atoms, in our cells. It's there it, visiting our mind and heart. And our life destiny is to become on the outside what we already are on the inside. That's what we're made of. But all of that is looking to constellate through us as a human being and express itself through us as a human being. And what I know from my own journey is that that's, that's a process. It's a process by which that happens. And it does involve emotional intelligence. So uh, there's something to get deeply in touch with and learn about emotionally because somehow our feeling realm is part of all this. We don't become a son just intellectually. We don't become a son just by doing things about it. There's something that has to get transformed in the emotional body for that to happen. And you know what I love about this? I, re I recall in the book, uh, one of the quotes that I recall in the book was, the earth has received the embrace of the sun, and we shall see the results of that love. And and that's a quote, I think, from Sitting Bull. But I yes. love that quote. The earth has received the embrace of the sun, and we shall see the results of that love. Wow. This is really a time in my lifetime, and I, and I, I think you and I are, are, are kind of are around the same age, same, same generation. Uh, and, and how timely this message is for the world, David. I mean, the time we live in, I don't think you and I could have predicted if we want to go back to 1969 and, you know, those times, right? Peace now, right? You, you know, yeah. all of that. Did you ever think that we would be here today, you and I, talking about this in this timely manner? No, I guess I didn't really envision this. <laughs> but, but here we are, you know, and what, what is so evident is that we are beings of love on the inside and we're living in a world that's laced with hate. And I believe our journey is learning how to, how to do that. Like, how do you retain you, the love that's on the inside and how do you live with integrity as an expression of that? How do you be yourself in that sense and then live in the world as it is with all that's going on? Yeah. And um, it just seems to me that we can become reactive to all the, the, the fear-based thinking and all the, the hate speech that's in our world. Mm -hmm. uh, but that doesn't allow us to fulfill our destiny of becoming a son. We somehow have to learn to live with integrity with what's on the inside in the middle of all that. You know, I wanted to ask you about this because we're going to do an entire series about this. One of the things that I got really clear about after reading your book and, and really working with you on this series is that there is this idea of what it means to become a son. And I love for you to talk about why you call that forth. But also, you're not just talking about let's be the son and, and let's, let's radiate. You also talk about understanding. You also talk about action and so forth and so on. So what I, I see that you've done is you've integrated this beautiful orchestra of how we can live in, and as you say, the radiance and reflection of grace. And I would love to talk with you a little bit about the creative energy that got that got put into this. Sure, and yeah, you know, as you might expect, Pat, it came out of my own life journey, and what I've learned as I've done my best to be a being of love in a world that is laced with hate, and I've learned that. There has to be uh, 
the initiation of all that, in other words, the initiation into what's inside you that you care more about than you care about getting angry about all the bad things that are happening. So that's certainly how it was for me. So it's getting in touch with that. And then it's going through all the phases of your life that are trying to initiate you into making that real in every phase of what your life is about. So I talk about the warmth of blessing, which is the initial initiation from the inside and then the atmosphere of understanding and then bursts of action because the truth is we live in a world as it is and there comes a time when it's not enough to just have a vision about something or feel feel deeply about something, but there's a time to act and we're called to action. You, you know, would you talk for a minute, and, and I know we've got lots to talk about today, but I know that yeah. we're going to spend weeks in presenting this information in, in a way that only you can. And I wanted to talk about you know, this idea of emotional and spiritual intelligence for a moment, if we could just stop and talk about this, because as we're talking about life events, I don't know what you were like in, in the sixties, but I can tell you, I didn't even know if you just said emotional and spiritual intelligence to me, I would have thought it was a pasta recipe. And, and so I want you to just talk about the rise of this and the call to action about it, if you don't mind. Yeah, yes, certainly. So, you know, back in the day when we talked about intelligence, we were probably thinking about IQ tests. And they found that, you know, that there's a lot of cultural determination in that, that it only measures uh, a certain range of the total intelligence that we're meant to know as human beings. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they, they've studied at least seven or eight different kinds of intelligence. And you have Daniel Goleman who came along and started talking about emotional intelligence and began to develop that discussion. And then then there's talk of existential intelligence. And the people have used that word. I think we're trying to avoid the word spiritual or religious because they didn't want to make it seem like this kind of intelligence is about a particular faith or about a particular teaching, which I think is well advised. But nonetheless, there is intelligence about connecting to the source of whatever makes us go, whatever motivates us, whatever makes us wise, whatever brings love into our life from the inside out. There's some intelligence about how to do all that that is key to our life. And, you know, sometimes somebody on a religious path or somebody in a church gets that right, and sometimes they don't. There, there is intelligence. There is wisdom around all those things that are so vital to our life. And I believe that spiritual intelligence is very linked to emotional intelligence, because I don't know how you become a spiritually intelligent person if you're not also emotionally intelligent. And, you know, what I am so excited about in talking with you about this is the journey that you are going to take all of us on to move beyond an intellectual conversation about this to an active uh, and how, how should I say it? an activation of becoming a son. Let's take a short break when we come back. 
we're going to talk about what does it mean to have an atmosphere of understanding? What does that mean? But most importantly, the spiritual path, the spiritual path. What has David learned along the way to becoming David Karsher? Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Get your monthly dose of self-awareness and mindfulness. Learn spiritual regeneration with visionary leader David Carshare and becoming a Sun Radio, emotional and spiritual intelligence for a happy, fulfilling life. Explore the unknown regions of the emotional experience and set them free with David. Tune in once a month to Becoming a Sun Radio with David Carshare on the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit davidcarshare.com today. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. What is a brilliant culture? And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence, and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. Disease, one of the most dreaded words in our vocabulary. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know traditionally we have viewed disease as a degenerative process? Disease is better understood when we view it as disease in the human body. Disease means without ease. Health is not merely the absence of disease, it's when every part of the body works together effortlessly. Relaxed and at ease. It's that relaxed state that lets energy flow in waves through and around the entire body. Every organ has an electrical charge, and when overcharged or undercharged, disease occurs. And it is an effort to go through our day. We are able to determine the exact disease of the body and design a specific solution to correct the nutritional imbalance. Contact us at 888 777 4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back. I'm so excited. I'm jumping up and down. Uh, David and I have been working uh, together creatively. He's pretty much done all the work. But I'm, I'm so honored to be part of this incredible radio series, which is actually going to become more than a radio series, you know, where we're talking about what it means to step forward, what it means to become a son, but also what does it mean to be emotional and spiritual, uh, emotional and spiritual intelligence? What does that mean? And how to experience the warmth of blessing. Uh, David's joining us here today. Before we talk about 
the journey, the spiritual path, and some other very important things that might have happened to to him. I know happened to me on the way. David, what is the best way for people to find out more about you as well as I know that there is a free ebook that folks can get as well? Yes, right. Uh, they can simply go to my website. So that's davidcarshare.com. And on the website, you, yes, you can sign up for my mailing list, and that will get you a free ebook. And that'll also mean that when the book is published, Becoming a Son is published, some, somewhere in the first half of this year, you'll be notified about that and have an opportunity to buy the book. Yeah. And, you know, let's talk a little bit about the book. Today, uh, later on in the show, we're also going to have a poetry reading as well. I mean, this book, uh, at least when I read it, you know, it was such a beautiful invitation. Uh, I couldn't put it down. And I'm sure that it was that kind of journey for you as well, just writing the book, wasn't it? It sure was, Pat. I, I had the intention of writing something that had little small chunks, in other words, little chapters. And the the image in my mind was that this would be a book that somebody could put on their nightstand and read a chapter. And the chapters are both, uh, some of them poetry and some of them prose, that they could read a chapter which w is typically two, three, four pages and just have a nice bite-sized size chunk that would uh, be spiritually nourishing, inspiring, and then also bring some kind of enlightened understanding to our lives. Here's what I love about this. We're going to be taking this journey together with all of you. And, you know, if you want to find out more or if you've missed any part of this show today, go to Transformation Talk Radio, The Dr. Pat Show. We have plenty of banners up there for you to click on, take you right to David's website. You know, David, here we are. This is a time where we, I don't know about you, but I've been reflecting back on my life. And I would love to know what has your pathway in life been like? How have the challenges, the obstacles, all of the things that you've overcome, that journey, how has it brought you to this very moment? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, so I think the first thing to say is that, you know, we talk about a spiritual journey. And a spiritual journey is a life journey. And it's not always to you know, bigger and better and more enlightened and like that. Uh, it, I, th I find that uh, for, for myself as a human being and in my experience working with people, that it takes some challenges and it takes figuring out that the way we've been doing things isn't working. And that's certainly how it was for me. I mean, I, 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 was, well, I was a child of the 60s. I am a child of the 60s. Yeah. I was protesting the war, a, a war that uh, I would say deserved to be protested. And I was interested in all kinds of things. I was interested in community. I was interested in education. And then I looked around at the world I was living in and just saw that where it was going, according to the current trajectory, didn't look good. And I just couldn't see myself as a teenager just fitting into that world. And of course, I wasn't alone. I mean, there are many of us who had yeah. a similar experience. Yeah. And, and I, I, I tried many things. I, uh, I bought a piece of property up in Maine to start a, what we called in those days a commune. And I did that as a 16-year-old, as a, as a pretty, 
pretty amazing as I look back on it. And I, I, I traveled and, uh, I, I marched on Washington and I noticed as I march in Washington in just a, a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, all the time there was something churning inside me and I realized that what I was so angry about in the, uh, about the adult world around me had actually infected my own soul and that I was living a life of fear. I was living a life of anger. I wasn't being who I felt I must be inside, but uh, a reality that I'd lost track of. And so I was really looking not only for an answer for the world, but I was looking for an answer for my own life. And somewhere in there, I met people from the place that I, where I currently live, which is Sunrise Ranch in Loveland, Colorado. And what I was really introduced with was uh, this very simple idea. And I could say it in, in one sentence. It's up to you. Like, my life is up to me. The world that I see around me doing something about it is up to mm-hmm. me. It's all up to me. And, you know, that's actually a very loving thing to say to somebody. Yeah. Be- because what I was being told was that I had everything I needed within me to live my life. And I had a gift to bring. And my life was all, all about bringing that gift. And what I believe is that it's about that for each and every one of us. We have a gift to bring to the world. What everybody else is doing and how the world is going is all interesting and important information, but it shouldn't distract us from getting in touch with that gift that we have and that kernel of love that is in in all people and in us, and then finding a way to express it and manifest it in our lives. And then once you begin to do that, you're on a fabulous journey because that ain't easy, right? It's not easy to be yourself and express yourself and give your gift and deal with everything that happens when you do that. So to me, that's where it all starts. You know, I love what you're talking about. And most importantly, I love how it gets us to where we are. And I, I, you know, you and I were kind of talking about this and we've talked before about this. I never thought in a million years, right? You know, when I was sitting there barely trying to graduate high school, right? had to take some class over in summer school that I didn't want to take, got an F because when they asked me to bring a poem to class, I brought a Bob Dylan song. Okay. Right. Uh, I never thought in my world that I'd be sitting here talking with someone like you, David, who works with thought leaders all over the world is so committed uh, to the inspiration of others and understands the full range of action that is also required. You know, when I think about this, you know, I think about what are the many points in your life that you've had to pause and redirect? Can you think of any? Uh, uh, Plenty, plenty, plenty. So (laughs) which one? Yeah, Uh, I know. I know. I was thinking about that. Somebody asked me that question the other day. I was interviewed on a radio show. Somebody asked me that question. I said, yeah, you must, you must mean 15 minutes ago when, you know, uh, yeah. Are you talking about the thing 15 minutes ago? uh, You you know what I was just recalling, Pat, was uh, 
an experience I had that is still just vivid in my mind. Mm. And I, I was in the car and there was externally not too much happening. I was in the car driving out way into the country and I was filled with all the angst that I was feeling. Uh, I'd been protesting the war. I'd been following what was happening in the political world. And, and then I knew that I was deeply disturbed inside, like deeply unhappy. And so all that's going on. And in, in a moment, I remember talking to myself. I don't know if anybody out there gives themselves a talking to every now and again, but, but I did. And I said, look, here's what you do. Um, you know all this that you're feeling, all this reactive anger that you're feeling and all the upset and all the fear. Right now, we're just going to let go of that and just tune in to something that is actually effervescent and uplifting and happy and creative and loving that's within you. And just embrace that and learn to be an expression of that in your life. And you can always go back and you can always get angry about the war or angry about anything else, or you can always have a miserable experience if that's really what you want. But for now, we're just going to let it go and we're going to keep moving in the current that I was discovering. And so what happened was the more I pulled on that rope, you know, the more I, mm. I let it come through me, the more I discovered. And then there's points along the way, uh, like disappointments with people and circumstances where you're faced with a choice, you know, are you going to keep uh, giving your gift and keep learning what it, what that means in the face of whatever's happening around you, however you describe it, or are you going to somehow stop and, and then claim essentially the life of a victim? And, uh, anyway, I, I just remember the time I made that choice and, and thankfully in my life, I've just never thought it was a good idea to pick up the role of, of the victim again. I, I just thought it was whatever happened, uh, there was, there's been a struggling through sometimes maybe a facing mm. of the challenge, but finding some way to be myself in it and, and to still become a son. Mm. You know, it is such a, you know, this is such a powerful message, David, you know, you fast forward to where we are today. This message is beyond powerful. It is really uh, I think a prerequisite, uh, prerequisite right now for our happiness. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, David's going to talk about the warmth of blessing. What does the warmth of blessing mean? And what happens when we are so close to the coldness of others or the coldness in the world? What is it that when we're so close to that, that we could learn not to accelerate the freezing. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back.
tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub for Empowerment Radio and learn breakthrough solutions to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in the first and third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific to Empowerment Radio with host Dr. Friedemann Schaub on Transformation Talk Radio. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com to learn more. Get your monthly dose of self-awareness and mindfulness. Learn spiritual regeneration with visionary leader David Karshare in Becoming a Sun Radio, emotional and spiritual intelligence for a happy, fulfilling life. Explore the unknown regions of the emotional experience and set them free with David. Tune in once a month to Becoming a Sun Radio with David Karshare on the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit davidcarshare.com today. Join in on one of the most life-transforming adventures in personal expansion and world service. In each of our upcoming shows, you're going to have the opportunity to join thousands as we focus healing energy to elevate and balance our world. This is a chance for like-minded individuals like you and I to join forces with light workers all over the globe as we light the way for peace, harmony, and a world driven by love. You'll also learn about magical innate abilities that you can develop and use to make your dreams come true. Joy Elaine, author of The Joy Chronicles, invites you to join her and millions of others working with the Galactic Masters, Angels, and the Ashtar Command as they assist humanity and planet Earth to achieve their ultimate destination of ascension. For more information, visit joyelaine.com. That's joy, E-L-A-I-N-E dot com. Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited about this. And I just want to say, if you want to find out more about David, go to davidcarshare.com. And I'm going to spell Carshare, uh, K-A-R-C-H-E-R-E.com. And then Facebook would simply be david.carshare. Go ahead. Lots of people, big community, ways to connect. You know, this is really, for me, the epitome of uh, of just looking at one's life and knowing that we are all one. That's what David does. And he's got a fabulous, fabulous team of people, thought leaders and others that connect and help others be, become a son. Uh, David, uh, I love this, uh, what we're going to talk about here next, the warmth of blessing. Uh, wow. I, I don't know about you, but. Uh, since reading your book, I have become way more aware of how possible that is to call into being every day of my life. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to confess right now, I don't have it down perfectly. Maybe you can shed some light on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't know that 
blessing is something you do perfectly. Thank you. Know, you. You know, it's not blessing isn't a performance. It's it's a it's a knowing inside and a sharing. So, uh, you, you know, we live in a pretty sophisticated world, and it seems to become more sophisticated every day. When we're talking about blessing, we're talking about something that's very unsophisticated, and I think that ought to be a relief. That the first thing on our spiritual path isn't a sophisticated thing. It is about the primal bond that we have with each other, that we have with the creation, that we have with the very source of our own wisdom and power inside. And so this primal bond is a bond of blessing. And it happens to us when we're in infancy. And it happens as we're hold, held by mother and by father, there, this primal bond of blessing is being poured down into us, and we're receiving it. And at a very uh, primal level, we're learning about what it means to be in relationship. We're learning about what it means to give and receive love. We're learning about what it means to be loved. And it does, that doesn't always happen perfectly, but it happens in some way for us all. And ideally, that's setting the pattern for all the relationships in our life. And it's setting the pattern for how ultimately we're going to relate to our own creativity, that source of life, source of wisdom and power and love within ourselves. And I don't care what you call it, whether you call it God or you have some other name for it. Nonetheless, the core vibration of that within us and within all people is a vibration of blessing. And it's, it's love poured into the emotional body. And I know that wonderful things happen when the gateway of that love is open for a person, when they can feel love in, in their own heart and then express it through. And I also know that for a person or for a group of people, things don't go well if that gateway isn't opened. And when people don't feel loved, they get crabby and they get mm. anxious and all kinds of things happen. And so often they don't identify what's wrong. And when it comes right down to this very primal thing, the thing that's wrong is they don't feel the love on the inside. And it might be all around them, but if they can't receive it, it just doesn't help. So opening up this door at whatever age we are is, is finding those places in our own heart where we've gotten shut off and learning how to open them, learning how to let it flood in and flood through, whether it's from the inside or from another person. Mm. You know, David, we are seeing people that are able to stand up for what they believe in and also have the blessings come to the forefront. And I, I, and I know that, you know, we're going to touch upon Standing Rock here as well. Uh, but there is this misunderstanding or myth, shall I say, that, that it's impossible to take action, to be action, uh, without doing it in a very aggressive way. And I think that we're learning there's a difference between aggressive uh, 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 aggression and assertion. 
And I, I, I want to know what you think about that, because, you, you know, it doesn't mean we do nothing or maybe it does. I'd love yeah. to hear uh, your thoughts on that. Yeah, thanks, Pat. I, I, I really agree that uh, we can be a person of peace and a person of love, but we can be that in action in a very powerful way in our life. And it doesn't have to be aggressive. So my earliest experience of this mm-hmm. was in 1969 uh, on the mall in Washington. And Pete Seeger was there, Richie Havens, all these folks. And they were singing John Lennon's song, All We Are Saying Is Give Peace a Chance. Yeah. And there we were probably hundreds of thousands of us. And somehow I'd snuck up right to the front. So I was right in front of the bandstand. And what overwhelmed me was in the middle of what looked like a protest march, there was this wave of inner peace that just flooded the people as this chant of give peace a chance just resounded throughout the mall. And, and, And I learned something about what real action in the world can be. So, you know, we can fast forward today in Standing Rock. I had the privilege of going to an event in Boulder, Colorado, where a number of people had just returned from Standing Rock, and I was part of a panel talking about it. And I listened to a a young Native American man talk about how it was an act of prayer and that act of prayer became also a process of transformation. So those who are there are seeing it that way. They are praying for the water. They're praying for the people. Mm-hmm. And because of that, there's something coming through. It is the warmth of blessing that ultimately transforms us when we're true to it. And when it's present in the world, it changes things. And we learn how to act, retaining our own integrity, the the integrity of the human being that we are, the integrity of the love that's within us by expressing it powerfully in our life, no matter what anybody else is doing. So uh, those are big lessons. And here where I live at Sunrise Ranch in Loveland, Colorado, we raise Mm -hmm. grass-fed beef. So we took the step of sending grass-fed beef as our sign of solidarity with those who are praying up at Standing Rock. Yeah. Uh, so th- that was uh, our way of contributing to all that and being part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a powerful time for us to make a choice. And I love that you shared that. You know, I, I believe that, you know, you also talk about to love and be loved is to free is to feel the sun from both sides, to love and be loved is to feel the sun from both sides. Um, And uh, the question I would ask you is, you know, how can we feel the warmth of blessing every day? Because I don't think we're talking about drive-by blessing. Now, I know I've done that. I know I've done the drive through the drive-by window of (laughs) the blessing window. And I'm driving by the the window. And I'm saying, I'm driving by, hit me with a blessing. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know that you're talking about that, but that does work sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, um, we have all kinds of relationships with people and some are very quick. Like, you know, you might stop and get a Starbucks coffee. Uh, 
And that's quick. And then there are other people who are in our life for maybe our whole life and everything in between. I think when we see that every relationship and every interchange is an opportunity to offer our warmth to another person Mm -hmm. in big ways and little ways, things change. And we just get into the habit of saying something that would be a blessing to another person. And it might just be a smile and it might just be a hello. You know, I, it's funny. I just mentioned Starbucks, but a friend of mine had this experience right here, right here in downtown Loveland at the Starbucks. They, uh, they drove up to the window and the person in front of them had paid for their coffee. And so they paid for the coffee of the person behind them. And then it, it became a thing. Like everybody was paying for the coffee of the next person. And the local TV station ended up doing a show on it, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I would say, you know, a little thing in the larger scheme of things. But nonetheless, you know, when people are feeling closed down, they act in ways that they couldn't act if they're opened up and they're allowing an exchange of blessing in their life. And they have a habit of doing that in their life. Yeah. You know, David, I know we're going to come back and you're going to really share something very special with us. Um, And I love what you're sharing here today. I think you and I were at that same march, although I will tell you, I had no way to get up in front of anything. Um, There was something about coming together and energy of that, that in today's world, I'm seeing, and I, I didn't know if in my lifetime I would see people come together. And this, I'm not making a political statement for one side or the other. I believe people are coming together for what they believe in. You know, I believe we saw it in the campaign that Bernie Sanders ran, Donald Trump ran, and Hillary Clinton ran. You know, people coming together in, in ways I don't believe I had seen uh, uh, previously for years, years before that. And what I think is special about it, people aren't going to go home silently in the night. Do you see see how that reflects sort of the day and age that you and I kind of grew up, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, what would you say is the energy of that? If If there was a way to talk about that, Standing Rock is a perfect example. People did not go silently in the night. Exactly. So uh, what I believe with everything I am is that not only is it our destiny as an individual to become a sun, but Mm -hmm. there's a sun that's constellating in the heavens of our consciousness as humanity. In other words, there's something coming together. There are people coming together. There are ideas that are coming together. And you're not going to see it on the evening news probably. But I am meeting people all over the place who are feeling it, who want to be a part of it, who are looking for new and innovative ways to come together with other people with the highest of visions visions of who we are and who we can be as humanity. Mm -hmm. And there's all kinds of innovations uh, socially and scientifically and then simply in terms of human function that are happening all over the place. And I think this is a day of us realizing that that's happening and then being a part of it 
and very consciously and deliberately coming together with other people and then becoming a force. You know, the sun is a force. It's a very powerful force. So when we do come together, we're offering uh, a very powerful force in human consciousness. It, it isn't just an alternative to the media. It is something of ourself. It truly is our destiny. And by the way, we better find it, right? Because uh, the way we're going, you know, as it's uh, spoken about in the news, isn't taking us to a good place. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, my uncle who uh, lived in Colorado after moving from New York City would say in his Italian, half Italian, half American slang, uh, Patricia, you got to either put up or shut up. Let's take a short break. I'm sure David doesn't say that. We'll be right back, everyone. ready to thread your life with intuition? Intuit Apparel can help you do just that. This is not just about a piece of clothing. This is about a movement, an awakening, and staying centered in life. Your life. Intuitive and host of the radio show, Get Into It, Lynn Brown, was given this image with the intention of a clothing line designed to represent the essence of life itself. Visit IntuitApparel.com now and wear your intuition with pride. Get your monthly dose of self-awareness and mindfulness. Learn spiritual regeneration with visionary leader David Carshare in Becoming a Sun Radio, emotional and spiritual intelligence for a happy, fulfilling life. Explore the unknown regions of the emotional experience and set them free with David. Tune in once a month to Becoming a Sun Radio with David Carshare on the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit davidcarshare.com today. How would you like to release your stress and let go of your anxiety, fear, depression, or even physical pain? How would you like to feel more relaxed, more confident, and experience more success in all areas of your life? Dave Dodge from Stress Buster Radio has a number of cutting-edge methods that will help you do just that. For more information on how Dave can help you release stress, visit StressBusterRadio.com. Skype and phone sessions available. Do you ever feel as if you're working twice as hard but only getting half as far? Are you trying to connect with your path in life and finding it elusive? Mainstream Metaphysics Radio is a weekly call-in show where we harness our connection with the universe and use what is in our power to affect change for optimal success and happiness. This hit show bridges the divide between what is and what we do not know. Eve, named one of the country's top psychics, also known as the MBA Psychic, invites you on this journey for this live call-in show with readings, featured guests, leaders, and visionaries in both business and spiritual callings. So join Eve Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com as she takes metaphysics mainstream. For more information about Eve, visit EliteTarot.com. That's EliteTarot.com. Wow, 
welcome back, everyone. Can you imagine this is the first of an entire series David is going to be doing with us? David Karshare, everyone. Please go to the website, davidkarshare.com, and it's K-A-R-C-H-E-R-E.com. And then Facebook is also david.karshare, K-A-R-C-H-E-R-E. And also when you go to the website, you're going to be able to get a free ebook, Seven Spiritual Strategies for Fulfilling Relationships. And I'm telling you, if we were meant to not be in relationship, each and every one of us would have our own planet. We don't. David, I'm so excited about this, you know, what we're going to be doing now or actually what you're going to be doing now. Um, Tell us a little bit about the warmth of blessing experience. And this is something we're going to do in each show, right? Right. It is. So uh, blessing is, yes, something you can receive from another person, but you have to receive it from the inside too, or you can't receive it. So uh, sometimes we get blocked off in the heart, right? Like we we get in a place where we just don't allow ourselves to open up. So I do believe that it's different for each person. So, you know, what opens a given person up emotionally is different. So I think we have to discover for ourselves what it takes for us to to just allow ourselves the deepest of feelings, the most profound love. It might be going to a movie, it might be listening to a piece of music. It might be sharing something with a friend. It could be a lot of things. But we do have to tend to our own heart and find the places where it's gotten cramped and blocked and all those things and hurt. Uh, and that's where some understanding comes in. So we understand ourselves. But in that understanding, we have to open ourselves up to receive because. You know, you can't give what you don't have, and you don't have it if you don't receive it. So both are important. You know, we have to learn how to receive blessing into our emotional body so that we have it to give. And if you're a leader of any kind, it's particularly important because if you want to be a source of nourishment and inspiration for the people that you're leading, well, you'd better be nourished and inspired yourself. And to be nourished and inspired, you need that blessing, and to need the, you, and you need to find the place where you can be vulnerable and soft enough that you can receive it. Because you know, a great big strong person is typically not the person who is soft enough to receive the warmth of blessing. Mm-hmm. So we have to find that mode of our own being where we're willing to be soft and vulnerable and open. Mm-hmm. I hope that makes sense to your listeners. Um, I know it's proven true in in my life. It is absolutely true. It is absolutely true. And, you know, I I love that each of us gets to integrate the divine feminine, divine masculine. And, you know, it doesn't mean one has to be a man, one has to be a woman. I I think one of the most touching things I've seen here late um, are the tears in the eyes of some of the people we're watching in the media. And... Uh, I think you put it beautifully, David. Well, I know it's true for my own life. And, you know, I think when we figure out that there's a way to be soft and vulnerable at times that actually makes you stronger at other times. Mm-hmm. And and when we really see that, I, I think we're on the path of of our own 
uh, spiritual journey in, in a new way. Wow. So uh, tell us about the poetry, if you could. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. So, you know, for me, poetry is a meditation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a meditation reading good poetry, mm-hmm. and it's a meditation writing it. And mm-hmm. it's, it's somehow a, you know, a quickening of experience in my own heart and my own spirit. And I, I see things, <clears throat> I experience things. Uh, the poetry I write gets very real for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I hope it gets real for others. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, they're typically real experiences that I've either had or, or I'm having as I write the poem. Mm-hmm. The, the particular poem that I'm going to write was written about an experience I had many years ago now. And it involved a friend. And when I wrote it, I published it, it, it published it in a small journal. And he got a copy of the journal and he wrote to me right away and he knew I was talking about him even though I didn't use his name or anything and just said, hey, I'm still here. It was so beautiful. So what should we do? Should Please should go ahead. Go ahead and read it? Okay. I'd love for you to go ahead and read it. Okay. I love I love hearing poetry and I'm actually mesmerized by your voice. So yes, please go ahead and read it. Okay, thanks. It's entitled Between the Birch Trees and Among the Ferns. And I, I'd invite your your listeners to just be with this and I'll read it in the spirit of uh, addressing it to you, Pat, and to all your listeners and let's see if we can just have an experience with this together. Come, let us go, my friend, to that place in the forest where we once together stood, between the birch trees and among the ferns, with the sun streaking through the limbs and leaves in the late summer air. Come, let us go to that place with the elephant-skin beech trees around us, where we gazed into each other's eyes on that day so long ago, and swore the oath of our lives, forsaking all but this one thing, that the granite in our hearts would be turned inside out in the September sun, that our best ideas for a world to come would evaporate like the morning dew on the maidenhair ferns at our feet, that eye to eye and man to man, across whatever roads we had each traveled to that place, in that clearing in the woods, in that hour, and in all the hours and days to come, that for eternity our being, from the core to each and every finger and toe, all of who and what we are, and all of what we had, would be given absolutely and totally to the one we could not name, but whom we loved with a love so all-consuming we could no longer deny. Oh, how my soul aches with that love in this hour, no less unremitting than on that day, only turned more gold than crimson, more like the beech tree than the birch, as I pray for the fullness of this day's harvest. So I beseech you, my friend, come, 
Let us go to that place in the forest where we once together stood, between the birch trees and among the ferns, with the sun streaking through the limbs and leaves and the late summer air. Come with me now to that clearing and let us feel together the sun on our now graying hair. And with that blessing, let us finish what we have yet to do together. Mm. David, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much for today. Thank you for all that you do. One last question. What is your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Uh, simply this, Pat, that, that life is grand and life is good. And the, the power to activate all that goodness is within us. And it's up to you. It's, and that's true for each one of us. It's true for me. It's up to me. It's up to me to access it, to open to it, and then to express it, to embody it, to share it, to manifest it in our life. And it's our life to make of it what we will, to take that gift that we have to give and make of it what we will, and to, to get, truly give that gift all the way. And that's, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. Oh, my gosh, it doesn't. David Karsher, everyone. And I just want to let everyone know um, it is a blessing to have you here and to, you know, be in unity with you to do this, David. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pat. And thank you to all of you out there. You know, this is a time where we so appreciate, honor who you are, love you and are so open to meeting you on this day and the days to come. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. You've been listening to Becoming a Sun Radio, emotional and spiritual intelligence for a happy, fulfilling life with David Carshare. Tune in monthly on The Dr. Pat Show Network for this life-changing show. David brings the knowledge about primal and embodied spirituality to the forefront. You can learn more about David and his spirituality programs at davidcarshare.com. That's david, K-A-R-C-H-E-R-E dot com. See you there.